Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. Travels hostess. Tonight, I am joined by the the bears. You know that would be the panda bear. Road trip with the panda. And his new intro. <laughs> <laughs> and the polar bear who. Yay! Woo, polar bear! Yes! <laughs> Budget cuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's just lazy writing. <laughs> Who doesn't have his own intro? <laughs> uh, maybe next month. We'll I haven't see. earned it yet. All right. So tonight we are actually branching out and checking in with Mother Nature. Ooh. Well, haunted Mother Nature. Ooh. So... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight, we're actually going to share some of the world's most haunted forests that you can visit and potentially experience any type of paranormal activity that uh, seems to be happening in these woods. So, who'd like to start first, gentlemen? Yes. That's how. All right, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> don't volunteer fast. Well, enough. I mean, it's it's just like you know. Who wants to be that guy? Who wants to be that guy? I blame myself for his attitude, listeners. I didn't take him to the attitude. I'm yeah. I'm chippy. Don't <laughs> get sassy with me, Missy. You're sassy. You're sassy, <laughs> sassy pants. Um, get sassy in the woods, buddy. Oh no, I'm good. The world. I, I I would like to go where I'm about to say, but I don't really want to go in. So I chose the most common one, probably one well known to the suicide forest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Japan. Is Japan. It, that's where you want to go to. Uh, I want to go to Japan. You have some concerns. I have safety concerns. <laughs> <laughs> but it it I mean there's pictures of it. It's actually pretty it's pretty cool. The forest is beautiful. The forest is beautiful. Like it it's really nice. But the thing of it is too is that the base of Mount Fuji is Well yeah, the highest point in Japan. Uh and this was most commonly referred to as in Tokyo, Japan. At the base of Mount Fuji. It's called the name of the forest is Aoki Gahara. I, I fucking added that weird that thing. so good. Okay. Aoki Gahara. Sure. Yeah, uh, it's literally translated to the Blue Tree Meadow, but it's also known as the Sea of Trees. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, well, it's mostly because it the, the forest is so dense that people, when you walk, I mean, if you were ever going there, then you could, if you used to go off trails, it's so dense and thick that everything just kind of looks the same and it's, it, people get lost, and well, you know, they don't go right. They don't make it back, right? So, but this is probably the most well-known forest uh, known to everybody. Uh, I mean, it, people will travel 
to this forest to, as the name states, to commit suicide. Is it so that their bodies don't get found? Well, some, they, they, it's just, it's so tranquil and peaceful there. And it, it's just, it's just a well-known place to go there. Just let go. Just Just to let let go. go. Right. Well, so the, the foundation of like the bottom of the, the the base of the forest is made from lava. So So it's volcanic. It's a volcanic, uh, earth, earthy ground. So, (laughs) Uh, lava bedding, you mean? Like, a, yeah, but so, but so so when you go into the forest, that's why it's so quiet. Is the way it's just created on the from the lava bedding and everything else mixed in, it's quiet, and that's the it's it's just peaceful. So oh, is it too quiet? It's, it's a little too quiet. <laughs> but you know. Beside the despite its name, it's still a hot place to go and visit and walk through and even field trips of children go to this this fucking forest because it's tranquil. It's tranquil. It's beautiful. It's right next to it's literally Mount Fuji right there. So you're you're going there and you could camp there and do whatever. It's still a, a national forest basically to these ga- to to the Japanese com- government. It, it's, it's a real population, f- right, right? Yeah, right, population. Okay. It's a real thing. It's a it's a forest still. It so just so happens to be. It's like it's like the Golden Gate Bridge, right? So that's a quick fact about it. Do you know? This is not. This is not where the most suicides happen. The Golden Gate Bridge. The Golden Gate Bridge is number one. I no, I actually think the Golden Gate Bridge is now number two. To compared to who? Because the problem is. The Japanese government stopped keeping stats like after 2003 <laughs> or some shit to, to dissuade people from going into the forest and committing suicide. So because it, it's so bad that the the employees who work there, the, the, the park rangers per se, you know, they are trained to talk to people <laughs> out of committing suicide. It's part of their training. And That's they're right. trained to... Dispose to, to take the Dispose bodies. Of the bodies. They take the bodies out of the forest and they and they take it to uh, their own, you know, processing or and they don't like cremate or nothing. But they try to, you know, they try to start their own process to find where the who died and who was it, who was it, who was number one. So Golden Gate Bridge was. Oh. But the Nanying Yangtze River Bridge in Nanying, China, has superseded. The Golden Gate Bridge as the number Damn. one choice. We're going to have to do another episode on fucking the Yang Yang Big Digger. But bridge. suicide is not the answer. Yeah, it's it's never the right answer, no matter what. Uh, <laughs> so, like, the whole thing, this whole thing has been going on for years, though. Like, at least 100 years, allegedly. There's no, there's no real documentation of doing it. So, it's all, you know, word of mouth. and But then the legend spread large enough to go all across and. The Earth people come here from all across the world to come commit suicide. Commit yeah. suicide. So I mean, it kind of started off with um, the the legend goes to a point of rumors of that people would take their elders and just kind of drop them off. The Japanese. Yes. That's sad. To so, so I mean like like uh, like white the, the the end of. White Fang or some shit. Go on, <laughs> go on, get. <laughs> well, like I'm sure they they dropped them off for them to die in a peaceful place. Well, right. Like, 
That's I mean, if you're gonna die, transcend well, to another world rather than not just to pass judgment. But I mean, the Japanese were known to take care of their elderlies, but the Eskimos kind of used to do the same thing. They used to put their elderly parents on an iceberg, pushed them off. Bye. That's shitty. No, I'm good. <laughs> so, what kinds of things paranormally paranormal are we speaking tends to happen here? Well, supposedly there's Japanese spirits of like like gods. Lesser gods who like to roam that forest because it is so dense you would never be able to tell that they were there. Not too many humans. <sighs> right, not alive ones at least. And they're free to roam around there. And but they also believe there's things called uh the Yuri. You 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 Y U R E I. It's uh, a ghost with unfinished business. Okay, well so that sounds like suicide people. Right. So it would be souls that have regrets and Never left. So if you go there, and like I said, it, it's I haven't been there, but everything I've read about it is just it's so quiet and so still that you you feel so uneasy. You you, you feel like someone's watching you. You feel paranoid. You you start thinking about the and it just gets in you. So they recommend you don't go more than a mile in, unless you're you know either surrounded with yourself or you really have no intentions. Because the park rangers will come around if you're camping there, and they will. They will check on you. So there's a constant constant duties to see if you're alive or if you have any thoughts. It's just a constant. There's signs on the park trails talking about how suicide is not the option. There's so many things you can do. Think about your family. Think. There's literally signs that say these things. Jeez. Don't do this. Like, think about what you're doing. There's number here's phone numbers, here's people who care for you. If you need help, I have we have park rangers right here and they talk to you, everything. So besides the gods, what else happens here? Besides the gods and the spirits of the undead. The, un- the unfinished the business? Unfinished dead, yes. This kind of <laughs> it's just, it's a forest. I mean people they come here to die. There is a suicide season. It's usually around the holidays and Oh my god. Well, yeah. I mean, that's usually I mean, that's true here, it's, too. It's, it actually tends to peak in March, supposedly. Huh. So, But, I mean, it kind of makes sense. So, if I mean, if you go through the holidays and things go wrong, you start the new year, and it doesn't start off on the right foot. And you're in debt from the holidays. In debt from the holidays or whatever. The year before wasn't good, and you're like, I'm good. Mm. So, I mean, it a set, uh, alleged, because like I said, they don't keep numbers anymore. They try to dissuade the numbers and do whatever. I think it's to, to counteract the idea of, you know, oh, if there's no numbers, then... Promoting the idea. People, yeah, promoting the idea and people aren't doing it anymore, so maybe it's not the fad thing to do. Like I said, every year they they actually will do an annual body surge. I mean, they still do body surge, sorry, annual, sorry, monthly body surge. They'll clear anyone there who's there, but I mean, they stick together. What's the common way? Gun? Or does, I don't think Japan has guns. Uh, from, from what I saw, strangulation... Starvation, hanging, hanging, um, starvation. Yeah, I mean, you just give up. They don't care. That point. That takes like days. Well, they weeks, weeks. Yeah, even. They don't. I mean, they find any method just to take it, just to do it. It's just shitty. It's just terrible. So, do people? So people obviously come here to commit suicide, Mm -hmm. but. That's right. Is There's there also overdosing and poisoning of themselves just to get it over with. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be starvation, but hanging is not the only way. Okay. Which is the most com- common way to kill yourself is uh, 
um, overdosing or take taking prescription medication. Mm-hmm. So th- my question was, does is there anything saying that the forest makes people kill themselves rather than people just going to the forest to die? Like, let's say a person with well, no intention goes in and... Yes, so people get being lost. Being in the forest just makes them want to kill themselves. Yes. So, I mean, people go in there and then they're, and they're strictly told, try to stick to the paths, don't wander, because, I mean, and... It's it's it, to me. I like I said. I I haven't been there, so I never experienced it. So, but you know, based off the reports, it's like, do you ever see those rooms where they put you in a padded like, room? Not like a padded room, but like it's a black room oh, and it's just the, the water. Sound. And it's just you and water, but you don't tread it or anything. You just sit there, and it's just quiet and it's nothing. Nothing's happening. You start and you lose track of time. You lose every kind of start motion. You start kind of thinking about whatever. I mean, and then before you know it, someone's opening the door. It's already been two hours or hour and a half or whatever you paid for to do to sit in there. So you would have no idea because the place does that to you. And then, you know, because of the lava or paranormal, people say it too, but like compasses don't work. They say it's the spirit trying to keep you there so you can never find your way home. But, you know, they say it's probably the lava or magnet, you know, Whatever the, the the earthly science behind is all that, but so I mean, if if someone who's regretting leaving, you know, they want other people to regret with them, because that's why the spirit would want you to stay and not let let you go back. Hmm. All right. Okay. That's cool. That's terrifying. Is what that the fuck? Fuck you guys. Cool. <laughs> you you don't, you don't want to go. I want to go. Let's go. I, I'm, I'm I'm ready, motherfucker. I got my passport. They want the sushi. <laughs> No, I want the women. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, how are you? I don't know. Uh, you're pretty. <laughs> we can find you some women in the forest. <laughs> Sometimes they don't even find Dude. the bodies. They're so deep in there, and by the time it, it's just too late, oh, it's just they just can't find them. That's depressing. Yeah, that's. You wanted this. This is not like <laughs> no one volunteered to go first. So, <laughs> all right, polar bear, what you got? I chose the Hoi Bachu, which is the forest in Romania. The mm. r- very same Romania, which is home of the Transylvania and the famous Count Dracula. So Hoi Bachu is named that because of a shepherd that wandered into the forest with his 200 sheep and never came out. He vanished and that was that. 200 sheep? 200 sheep. Motherfucker was thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> he was, you know, he was balling. He had a lot of sheep. <laughs> but that didn't end good. So, interesting thing about this forest is it has everything. The legends that surrounding it has everything. Like, name something paranormal. Uh, or cool. Wendigo. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see anything on that. Witches. <laughs> witches. Uh, witches. Witches. Oh, there is definitely witches. Is this like where like Hansel and Gretel would have taken place kind of thing? Um, Maybe. You're a candy house in this <laughs> fucking forest? <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the, so, Hoibachu is one of the most haunted and mysterious forests in the world. A lot of the hikers take pictures in the forest and then 
later on discover that there's apparitions, ghosts in their photos, wearing old-timey clothes. Unfortunately, I mean, maybe fortunately, it's not the suicide forest. I didn't see any cases of people going there to kill themselves. But, you know, a lot of people that go in, similar to yours, feeling nervous, confused, watched, scared, irritated, you know, it just has that. Uneasy feeling? Yeah, the uneasy feeling that you'll just makes people feel weird. Many say that they hear uh, ho- hoofbeats, but they never, s- not often do they see deer or any horses around. And it's said that that's the sound of Vlad the Impaler riding his steed through the forest. Fuck <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> Dracula's coming. Yeah. That dude was crazy. So the forest is actually really pretty. It's oh, actually it? <laughs> really cool. Uh, a lot of the pictures that I've seen were, I mean, some of them were very eerie, but most of it's actually looks like a place you'd want to go. You know, compared to our pine forest, the forests over there are green. You know, not just like they actually have leaves. They look like the seasons are changing and makes them really pretty. Hoibachu is a 700-acre forest, and full of cheekbones. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. 700-acre forest. It's very pretty, but a lot of horrifying things are. You know, they take on an innocent and beautiful form as to trick and attract victims. Some trees in Hoibachu grow in like a weird manner. They grow in like a half circle type way at the bottom and then end up growing upwards. They they grow curving in one direction and no nobody really knows the reason why. If this sparks your interest, you know, you should definitely look up look up the pictures. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> most interesting or the most talked about thing about this forest is in the m- middle of the forest there is a clearing and it, it's almost a perfect circle where nothing grows. So the the for the woods are actually pretty thick, but you get to this point and there's nothing. There's just grass and it's just a big old circle. And the um, uh, s- some of the tour guides, because you know you can take tours of this place, they talk about seeing up to sixty cultists trying to perform rituals mm-hmm. or summon demons in the clearing. There's like little dirt circles around for like fires and whatever alchemy type stuff the tour guides and the locals refuse to stay the night inside the woods and from what i understand the scientists never figured out why nothing grows there they've tried planting stuff there and it just it doesn't work well i think it's pretty interesting that the concept of satanism or worshiping a evil entity is (laughs) Found all over the world. I mean, okay. <laughs> but it, I mean, the granted Christianity has been throughout. Everyone's familiar with Christianity. Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting that there is this Antichrist group that pops up. You know what I mean? I, what benefit do you have? I I just don't get that. It just kills me that even in various corners of the world, dark corners. That you have this anti anti Christ 
groups popping up. I mean, when there's, you know, there's black, there's white. There's it's white, true, there's but black, I mean, you know, I just day, think it's night. interesting, and to me, it does kind of solidify the notion that the devil does exist. At various and, and you know f- different or foreign countries or people in foreign countries all kind of have the same notion. Where are they getting this one particular notion? I don't know. To me, it just confirms that. Well, I mean, there's a guy who wears the the pasta strainer as a hat at McDonald's, <laughs> or McDonald's, but Walmart, Walmart yeah, I believes in pastaroni religion, whatever the hell. But I mean, doesn't mean I believe in it. <laughs> The f- Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll rain meatballs on your home. <laughs> so what other ghosts do they see there? What other uh, spiritual entities is seen there? Well, that's pretty much it. I, they haven't seen any monsters per se, but it's mostly ghosts. Um, there was a UFO sighting, and that's why you know I said variety of things because ghosts, there's UFOs, there's uh, Dracula himself, possibly. So in uh, 1968, actually a very respected military technician, Emil Barney, encountered UFOs. He he seen them and he photographed them and the photos were authentic. Confirmed? Confirmed, yeah. Okay. Uh, he's seen them above the forest, but everybody scrutinized him for it. And even though he lost his job, he lost everything because people said he was cuckoo. Um, he actually stood by his story. He never, never gave up, never, you know. He never caved? Yeah, never caved. Or recanted, rather. Right. Which is, yeah, that was, that's there. you have... UFOs, you have your uh, ghosts and cultists. They say it's one of the most haunted forests in the world. Um, and so that's where you fucking you go to camp, then a devil worshiper would show up. Right. <laughs> then that's how you disappear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you become their you sacrifice. Say, I'm, I'm not a virgin. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, I watched the little uh, ex- exploration thing that uh, this YouTuber guy did, and they ended up making it to the clearing, and they videotaped the clearing, and this was around midnight that they were there, and they had the little um, heat heat sensor thing to, to see if they, they see anything, and they ended up finding, like, four or five more people just a little farther in the distance. They, they seen a light. And they're like, oh, what's going on over there? And they pointed it over there, and they seen like four or five people coming over to the clearing. And they dipped the hell out of there because it was midnight in the devil worshiper ring. Right. Nope. So, yeah. I'm not your lamb, baby. What? Yeah. <laughs> so what are your guys' thoughts on Hoibachu? You know, is the clearing of the forest a landing pad for aliens? A paranormal epicenter or gates Did they ever do any radiation testing in the area? Not that I've seen. Okay. Is there a lot of uh, wildlife in the area? I think you said that. Yeah. I yeah. You can hear the birds and you can occasionally see deer. So if there wasn't a lot of wildlife, because the, the suicide forest doesn't have a lot of wildlife. It has smaller craters, but nothing crazy. Yeah, that was what I was going to ask you. Like, do they have deer? or I mean, I don't know if Japan even has bears or anything. They have like bears. That. Bears are a big thing over there. They have bears in the suicide forest, but not like, like, like a lot. 
but there's a lot of smaller critters like rabbits and I think there is deer. A lot of love herbivores. I guess some scavenger vultures will come by. What about wolves? Does Japan have wolves? No. Well, okay. the, I'm sure Japan has wolves, but I don't think in the suicide forest, especially with it being a touristy area. I'd like to think it's a paranormal thing, but I mean, if they can't grow anything, if they tested it to see what, if it's rich or soil or whatever, I mean. Uranium. Yeah. <laughs> and that, antium. I don't know. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the blood of the, the sacrificed sheep. Maybe <laughs> too too much iron from the blood. <laughs> from the blood. All right, so mine, my forest is actually located in India, and we're talking about the Dow Hill Forest, which is located about thirty kilometers from Darjeeling in West Bengal, India. And supposedly, there's a road between Dow Hill, like this town. And the forest office that the locals refer to as Dead Row. And it has been said that if you are on this particular road, the chances of you seeing the ghostly apparition of a headless boy is is pretty, pretty good yeah. chances. Seen it? Yeah. But that I'm good. And so I mean these are woods and so people go into the woods to, you know, get one with Mother Nature. And it is said that the forest is believed to have many spirits. And while being in there, if you, you know, go into the forest, you know, just have a Mother Nature Day or picnic, it is believed the forest has many spirits. People have reported the sensation of being watched. They have reported the sensation of feeling like they're actually being followed by something. And many have reported seeing something with red eyes watching them. In addition to the headless boy, there's the report of a woman in gray. They say if you follow her, you will get lost into the woods. So if you're like, hey, hey, lady, hey, lady, are you okay? She basically leads you to get lost. Hmm. But they also say if you manage to get out, you will end up having dreams about her as well. In addition to all this, people have said that they've heard voices. There's even, like, this evil atmosphere to the forest that makes people mentally unstable to the point that some of them who did not have the intentions or maybe had some minor inclination to commit suicide ended up committing suicide. Top of all of this crazy shit, women who have been just going through the forest to, again, reconnect, have been known to basically flee the forest Screaming blood and murder, having seen something, having heard something, probably saw whatever is, is following. A child. <laughs> or monster. And children themselves have been known to be petrified by some evil entity that exists in the forest. Now, the interesting thing is, is that this forest is actually near a boys' school called the Victoria Boys High School. Now, this school is over 100 years old. It was established in 1879 by the British. And supposedly the school itself has had a number of deaths and is also considered haunted. People have heard, and more particularly during the time of their winter like vacation, you know, we call it Christmas vacation here, winter vacation where they the school is basically empty from Mar from December to March. And what they tend to hear is the boys laughing. They hear the boys whispering. 
and they hear footsteps in otherwise empty hallways. And then on top of all that, people have even mentioned seeing a boy standing in w- the windows. And again, it's the winter, s- the winter vacation. There's nobody in the building. So, and my assumption would be that if there's a headless boy wandering, it's probably because this particular child probably was sent to this particular school and something very tragic happened there. And like I said, they've had a number of deaths. Of course, it's not really been documented very well. I mean, nat- quote-unquote natural deaths and obviously unnatural deaths. And the only kind of natural death I can see is either the kid fell- kids are falling like down flights of stairs. No, you lose your head, though. Jeez. But you could break your neck. Yeah, but you'd be headless? No, no, absolutely not. Obviously, this kid has met an untimely demise where somebody hurt Locked them. Locked them up. Yeah. Another thing I think of, they had some sort of illness, and, you know, they just couldn't break the head blew up and <laughs> off. No, I'm talking about the, un- oh, the natural deaths uh, okay, of the Okay, of the, of the other spirit, of the other children. But there's also rumors of unnatural deaths. Like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, who's killing kids? Who's right. killing boys? So, and that's where I think this kid, this uh, ghostly apparition falls under, is obviously his death being unnatural for the obvious reasons. And now his spirit lingers because he's got no justice. So that is the Dal Hill Forest in India. India, huh? Yeah. I feel like I feel like paranormal in India is a little more extreme. Cause, I mean, I, I don't know, you know a lot about their culture. And because a lot of the monks? Or well, not even just their belief? Is it just their beliefs? I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of negative kind of like negative connotation surrounding it. Yeah, I think if there's a spirit, then it. And I think I mean I like I said this is just this is just me. I, you can't see me, but I put my hands up in the air like oh man I don't know mm-hmm. what to talking about. But I mean I don't know much about it. Maybe I should you know introduce myself more to it. But uh, from the vibes I get, it seems like a spirit. If a spirit's around, a spirit shouldn't be around. Right. Well, I kind of get that kind of impression from a lot of like Eastern countries, you know, I, I am not familiar with what Japan or China or even India's take is on paranormal. You know, we're, we're a Western nation. We associate predominantly with other Western nations. So I do remember though, we had taken you guys on a trip to Chinatown and we took a ghost tour. And one of the most interesting facts that they told us was the Chinese believe that their ghosts move in one direction and one dr- direction only. So if you're in that line of direction, you could potentially have a ghost go through you. Where the hell are they going? Uh, well, however, you know, they're not going down like the round flight of stairs. Yeah, oh. They don't circle around. Oh. They have a purpose. They're going somewhere. Right. And they oh. either move to right or left or, or back and forth. And is I remember... Huh? So what is this, a rook? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of, yeah. And I remember s- the tour guide gave us those little snappy things where you threw it on the ground. Oh, I remember this tour now. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Walking down San Francisco at night. That was down scary. Chinatown, San Francisco, yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, being honest, I, you know, I've not done an episode in 
the east for the east any east countries ukraine i think is as far east as i've gone because that's considered eastern europe Mm -hmm. to us and part of the reason why we ask people to send us their recommendations is because i have a westernly cultured pattern of thinking right and that was one of the cool things when we talked about doing this particular topic i very specifically asked that this they be international to kind of step out of our realms and right so we get to learn things see things right. and like you know i mean I and 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 share this mm-hmm. information i've never learned about listeners. the bok choy forest well because <laughs> <laughs> it's not Chinese. Hibachu. Hibachu. Hibachi. Hibachi. So, fun fact watching a lot of uh, paranormal YouTube videos, I think it's Japanese culture. When they see a ghost, I was watching it with my wife, and when they see a ghost, they start cussing at the ghost. So, pardon my language, when they like. Like when they go through like haunted theaters and stuff, and like there there's paranormal activity happening. The guy holding the camera, the guy the guy's going through it. He'll yell at the ghost, and he'll be continuously yelling "fuck your mother." Like you <laughs> have to disrespect the ghost in order for it to go away, rather than just be scared and run away. So fear, feed you, up the fear. You kind you yeah, you kind of have to. Assert your dominance. Correct. Assert your dominance. You know, but the other thing I did hear, and I think this is a Chinese thing, is that they will have, they will marry family members to dead, deceased people. So they have ghost brides. So when they die, they fucking go be ghostly with their, with Shrode. Shrode. Piss off ghost. Piss off ghost. (laughs) (laughs) So it's called a ghost marriage. And... It's a marriage with one or both parties are deceased. And it was actually something that even in France that they did. And it is something that they still practice practice today. And basically, it is shameful for parents to have an unwed daughter. And as such, they are shunned from society. So that's one reason why they would marry them off to a ghost. And for men, a ghost marriage gives them the opportunity, which I don't understand how, but it lets the family lineage carry on. So the spouse of the deceased male could adopt. It's just to carry the name. Sounds right. like yeah. that's all it would be. Unless you're going to get some dead man juice. But also, and I think this was more the predominant tradition line of thinking, is that the younger brothers do not marry before their older brothers so sometimes the older brothers got married so that the younger brothers can get married and they would marry a ghost. Mm. <laughs> got to take one for the team. <laughs> well, it's too late for that. <laughs> I don't know how they divorce, but <laughs> that's kind of yeah. thinking. Yeah, ghostly paper, ghostly lawyers. Right. Ghostly judge. Ghostly judge. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, that's the point, you know. This, this does give us opportunity to go see things without uh, – and. Really, just kind of think of put yourself in that situation. I mean, to the to an extent, for the next hour, right? But experience a different culture, right? So hopefully, one day we'll be able to go to these places that we list and say, which would be. Co- I mean, I would like to go to the Force, but I'm not. Like, I would not like to participate <laughs> in the name. You I would like to go see the Meadow of Doom, <laughs> or the Schoolboy House of Headless Men. <laughs> 
Headless kid. Child. Headless child. Well, all right. That is what we have for you tonight. On to business. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. We have a Facebook page. If you are curious or interested, send me a request. But in the meantime, if you have a place that you would someday like to hear where they're haunted or dark corners are, a haunted forest, for example, send me an email at wherethedarkcornersare.com. Final thoughts, Polar Bear. Suicide's never the answer. It's a permanent Was solution to a temporary problem. Correct. That's spot on. Polar Bear. Well, mine's not as wise, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> uh, just just go out there, man. Go see what's out there. Ghost or no ghost. All right. So until next time, please remember, only the few can find the beauty in the darkness, which is why we hope to meet you where the dark corners are. Thank you.